Hello. You're listening to Mock Footage. These two pals really like movies, but one of them hasn't seen very many, okay? Our hosts won't be using any nasty language, so you can share this with your grandma. And they will be discussing major plot details, so here's your dang spoiler warning. Welcome to Mock Footage. Hi, everybody. Hi, 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 hi. Hey, Ray. Puffy Ami Yumi. Puffy Ami Yumi, indeed. My name is Joseph Lengwah, and this week we are discussing Clue. Get a clue, Ray. Hi, my name is Ray Hiroso, and who done it? Who'd, who'd on it? Who done it? Woo! Was it Blathers? Was it Blathers? Was it Celeste? Blathers is a killer. We all know this. Ray, could you please, to the best of your ability, tell me all of the details that you know about the movie Clue, released in 1985? Clue, released in 1985, is a story about the board game Clue, mm-hmm. uh, starring the dead Mr. Body. He dies during the, the beginning of the movie, uh, okay. and he owns an estate, and a, a, a bunch of people come to his house, both in and out of his will, to collect debts, because... Because people are terrible, and people are greedy, and they're gross and terrible. Mm-hmm. So, uh, ki- characters. There's the butler, played by Tim Curry, who is kind of also like the will... Like, the per- not the lawyer, but uh, is the one distributing willpowers to everybody. Okay. You know? Willpowers, yes. There's the maid, who you think did it the whole time because she's being super anxious and suspicious. What's her character But she name? didn't. Hmm? What's her character name? Miranda. Miranda, alright. Uh, and then you get the fun uh, characters you get to play in Clue. You got Professor Plum, Colonel Mustard, Miss Scarlet, Mr. Green, Mrs. Peacock, Mrs. White. I wrote all them down so I wouldn't mess them up. <laughs> <laughs> you saying them all off, like listing them all off like that, reminded me of the time in college that we all got into a group of people and dressed up as the Clue characters. That was For fun. Halloween. For Halloween. Yeah, it was great because uh, one of our friends accidentally came as Miss Scarlet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because we yeah. didn't have a Miss Scarlet, and then she showed up, and she was wearing red, and we're like, you're wearing a red dress, mm-hmm. coat thing. Guess you're, it was guess a you're coat. Miss Scarlet now. It was her iconic red coat, and yeah. she was Miss Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, shout out to all those friends. I'm not going to name you. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> um. So all these people show up. And then it turns into, well, he, uh, Mr. Body's not dead yet. And then okay. during the, like, when the, after they all show up, he dies. And then everyone has to figure out who killed him. Because for some reason, everyone's a detective now. Once, so, once someone dies, you're a detective. Because yep. the storm knocked out the telephone power, and the state is, like, seven miles away. Right. So there's no cops that can show up on time. To do the investigation, <laughs> so they have to do well, it themselves. Well, because if somebody leaves, then they they could have been the killer, right? And like then exactly. just escape. Like they have to stay together, but they ultimately obviously don't. Like, does anyone else get killed? Is the is the killer? Is it is it like a is it uh, a murder mystery or is it more of like a horror movie where people get picked off? It's like a, it's it's like. People do get picked off. The maid gets killed. Uh, right when people think that she did it. And, like, she's about to say a thing that reveals uh, important, crucial information. Mm-hmm. She dies. 
How did she die? Knives out, baby. Knives out. Yeah. No, I mean, like, how does the killer kill her without without showing their hand? Is um, there some kind of? I mean, I imagine this is in some kind of like. So it's storming, right? Mansion. Okay. So um, the power goes out, and she's about to say a thing. The power goes out, and then the lights come back on, and sh- uh, she is dead, slump over on the table with a knife in her back. I see. Okay, so knives in. Knives in. Knives right. are in this. Season. This was before knives were out. Yeah. This right. Okay. Somebody else gets poisoned, probably. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> An- another character that I'm not- the the valet. Like, because okay. the main characters aren't going to die during the course of it, right? Oh, they right. Like, the they, maybe early on they send him into town to get the police, and then later on they discover him, like, his crashed body, in the driveway. Yeah, or his body is just in the car. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, dead. Well, because he was poisoned. This, he was poisoned by soup. So, uh, there's a lot of finger pointing. A lot yes. of exploring the mansion and finding hidden passageways and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the killer? It was. Now I know this for a fact. Uh huh. That depending on which theater you went to, <laughs> you got a different ending. <laughs> oh my god! Wait. Okay, finish your thought, please. No, that's it. Depending on where you went when it was released in theaters, there was a different ending. There were I know this endings. is true. Okay, yes. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm yes. pretty sure this is true. You're and right. And that's wild to me. You're right. There were, there were multiple endings. I remember watching this and watching all three endings. And I remember one of them having a... Pr- at least one of them having a pretty significant twist. Do you recall that? <laughs> um, the, the twist is that Mr. Body killed himself. I believe that was the twist, Yes. <laughs> Or that he wasn't really dead or something to that effect. I'm curious uh, yeah. if the version that we're going to watch is going to have all three endings or not. I'm curious <laughs> to know. Um, the other major thing about this is that the characters all have bad little secrets. It's actually a very dark movie. Like, it's okay. very... Uh, so they all have their own sins. So they're being, like, secretive and squirrely because they're also, like, trying to save some face. Right. Like, um, Professor Plum is having an affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colonel Mustard. What? With who? His student. Oh, okay. Alright. I thought that was going to be one of the other people in the house. Oh, maybe he is. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He's not telling me. What about Um, Mr. Green? Or Colonel Mustard? uh, Colonel Mustard is illegally killing animals for money. Yeah, okay. Um, That's just... uh Uh-huh. Do you need me to name them all? No, no. <laughs> okay, good. I, I, I get the, I get the picture. Um, but they all think it, that if they get caught, it'll implicate them into the murder. Right. Exactly. And yeah, and they're they're trying to they're trying to be a little bit guarded. Right. And um, we don't know. We don't know who did it. Actually. Uh, right. Like the characters don't know. We don't know. The killer doesn't reveal themselves until the end. Mm-hmm. You know. It's one of the. This is one of the first whodunits. I don't know. That's not true. <laughs> that's well, not so true at all. Much, much, much after the time of Sherlock Holmes, but um, still, uh, yeah. Uh, who? So we we find out. It's like it's like a Scooby Doo episode at the end. It's a Scooby Doo episode. Who it's... killed? Who was the killer? And they go to jail. It was for Hasbro to make money. Was it Hasbro? 
Who made Clue? I don't know. Milton Bradley? Milton Bradley? I feel like I remember the... Tony MD. the Tiger. No. Okay. <laughs> I did just search Clue video game, because gaming is in my blood. Clue board game. <laughs> um, there are Clue video games. It was Hasbro. Hasbro, okay. Oh, you want to play Clue the Game of Thrones? No, board I, game? I really don't. Now, wait, St okay, actually, Baratheon did it with the, the dragon weapons? in the Red Wedding. The dragon? The dragon is one of the weapons? Yeah. And the Red Wedding, which is an event, is, is the room the where room? it took place. <laughs> um, Stupid. That's silly. That's silly. Um, did you ever play Blue Clue the Board, the board game? Yeah, you and our friend Ryan were really good at it and took deep, detailed notes, and I'm like, I've never played this game, mm -hmm. <laughs> and so that's the just, only just time I played it. Aw, oh, dang. Yeah, I, I got kind of turned away from it, because everyone got super competitive about who did the killing. Clue's fun. I mean, it's, it's the high stakes. You know, you gotta well, find the killer. maybe someone should have told me how to play the game. <laughs> Everyone literally took out paper from out of nowhere, and I'm like, I guess I'll use my handkerchief. Like, no, no, you game... gave me a piece of paper towel is what you did. The game comes with notes. I don't recall that. That doesn't sound real. No, you the all pulled paper out from your secret detective pockets, and you gave me a dinky little paper towel and a pencil to Ray, I'll play do clue, clue. Again, and I'll, I'll, tr I'll treat you better this time. Let's play I Clue. Deserve it. Let's play Clue on Tabletop Simulator. Let's play Clue. Let's try to figure out who done it. Let's see if we can figure it out. <laughs> okay. Um, w was there any music in this movie that was particularly moving, or any performances from any particular actors that were particularly memorable? Uh, I mean, Tim Curry is the butler. Tim Curry is the butler. This okay. is like an all sarcast. The th thing is, I just don't know anyone from the eighties. Sure. 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 <laughs> Uh, it's a very good cast. Um, Probably. <laughs> we know that there's a lot of, like, secret passages and gizmos and gadgets and stuff, like, wacky old stuff in the old castle estate. What was your favorite one of those? Um, uh, one of my favorites... God, I just flashed back to a young Frankenstein. Um, and now my brain not working. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Um, my favorite is the one where... Um, oh, Mrs. White is in, like, the study, like, looking for clues. And somebody else is, like, outside on the stairs. Uh-huh. Uh, like, coming up the stairs. And then Mrs. Or Mrs. White, like, moves, like, an ink pen container uh and then the stairs fall Turn into and a then slant. the person slides down okay <laughs> and then they're like okay and then try again and then she does it again it happens like twice <laughs> <laughs> i honestly i honestly can't remember anything about this movie <laughs> but <laughs> i would not be surprised to see that and i'm really excited to see whether or not that's in this movie <laughs> um what was your favorite line ray um my favorite line is when Mr. Body dies, and everybody in unison yells out, Mr. Body's a body! 
<laughs> All right. Let's go. Uh, let's go eat some popcorn. Yeah, maybe we can find a secret passage in there. Yeah. What's that? The secret passage led to a secret room that has a couple of ads in it. Well, that's okay, because these ads... Oh, yeah, I recognize these. These are for some very good shows, other shows here on Lunar Light Studio. The first one here is Trans Questioning Podcast. Trans Questioning Podcast is a show about what it means to be transgender. Every other week, Sarah Zedig answers questions and talks to guests about their experiences as trans and non-binary people living in a rapidly changing world. There is, of course, no one right way to be trans, and that's why hearing the stories of our peers is so important. It airs every other Monday, despite Garfield's fervent protestations. That cat will not shut up about moving Trans Questioning Podcast to another day of the week, but no, says Sarah Zedig. It stays on Mondays. Trans Questioning Podcast. Go check it out. It's wonderful. And next, I'd like to recommend Whatcha Call It. Which, and that is the name of the podcast. I'm not forgetting. It's called Whatcha Call It. Whatcha Call It is a conversational, freeform comedy podcast where two friends talk about whatever's on their minds. Join Britt and Reed as they get together to discuss current events, pop culture, or any other nerdy thing that comes to mind. New episodes are available every other Tuesday on Lunar Light Studio or wherever else you might find your podcasts. Whatcha Call It. Your belly button is your old mouth. Let's get back to the rest of the episode. Hey, Ray, how did uh, how are you feeling after watching Clue? You know those movies that have a cult following? Is this yeah. one of those movies? I I have only ever heard about this movie regarded with love. Okay, and so and now I know why. It's very good. <laughs> I don't know anybody from this movie, but it was all very good. Tim Curry. <laughs> Tim Curry, who stole the show. Incredible. Incredible. Fantastic. The so, reveal was given by the butler the whole time. Yeah, so... <laughs> or was he the butler? Um, it depends. The plot of Clue is that six high-powered individuals from Washington, D.C. are invited to a mansion house under the guise of a dinner party being hosted by... Mr. Body. And Mr. Body is just a rich scumbag who is blackmailing all of these people. And other people in the house are the butler, played by Tim Curry, the cook, and Yvette the maid. And then, oh, yes, Mr. Body hands out weapons uh, <laughs> and is found dead. Oh, he turns off the lights and then the lights get turned back off and Mr. Body is dead. Except that he wasn't really dead. And then the rest of the movie is this group of characters, the, the six clue characters plus the butler plus Yvette the maid, kind of going around the house and various other characters start showing up only to die immediately. Um, and it is just incredibly goofy the entire time. Uh, it is full of jokes and slapstick stuff. And um, that's that's the whole movie. And then at the end... The killer is revealed to be Miss Scarlet, and then they're like, no, actually, maybe it was this way, and then it was Miss Peacock. And then they're like, but actually, what really happened is each of them killed somebody, and Mr. Body, the butler was actually Mr. Body, <laughs> and he also killed someone, and 
Mr. Green was actually an FBI agent, and they all went to prison. <laughs> yeah. Take the ending you want. <laughs> <laughs> Take the ending you want. And the last one is the, by far the most convoluted, but also but makes also the most good. sense. <laughs> they all killed somebody each, yes. Yes, yeah. Uh, everybody killed somebody. Um, oh my gosh. It is a nightmare trying to track what is going on because it I'm is not going so to. silly. <laughs> Instead, I'm just going to talk about how the acting was phenomenal. It was over the top. It was so funny. So funny. Every single character was just Mrs. Acted White. Way- Miss- you you, you Mrs. killed White. you killed a vet because you hated her. That's true. I hated her. <laughs> Flames. Flames. <laughs> Breathing. <laughs> but wait, this came immediately after Mrs. White and the butler are climbing up the stairs. Yes. And the butler is explaining a thing, and Miss White just falls, falls on the stairs. And he just keeps running up <laughs> the stairs, leaving her. <laughs> oh my god, that absolutely destroyed me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, this movie is uh, very good. Is it a good movie? I don't think so. Um, I think it's a great movie. I think it's doing exactly what it's trying to do. Like it's it is it's selling clue everything. Like it has a similar energy to Young Frankenstein, and I don't think I would say that that's a bad movie. They took the basis of Clue, Mm -hmm. the board game, and you and implemented those ideas and expanded on a bigger story, but also used those elements. Like the weapons were there and. It was a little contrived, but they were used throughout the movie. Yes, yes, absolutely. Each and each weapon was killed to used to kill one victim, which was fun. Mm-hmm. That was fun for me. Uh, also, the the fact that each one of them killed in one of the timelines, uh, the characters killed one of the victims each, ex- including the FBI agent. <laughs> yes, yeah, Mister Green killed Mister Body at the very end when when it was revealed that Mister Body was actually the butler. <laughs> <laughs> right. It it's impossible good. to talk about. You just have to watch the movie and it's... like just take everything they say at face value and just know that you're not going to you're not going to track what's going on and that's okay. Yeah, it's wild. It's and they and they're, it's very self-aware because at the end like when they're revealing everything Every time they go through the timeline, there's somebody who says, there's just one thing to me that doesn't make sense. And another character says, one thing? One thing? (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, how are they going to explain all these things? Hmm. Yeah. I really enjoyed all the characters individually, but I also liked all the group shots (laughs) a lot. Yes, yeah. When they were all just in a group just yelling at each other, saying the same thing. It was I also so really silly. liked when they split off into pairs and like that was fun. each group had a different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was a lot of fun too. Yeah, Professor Plum and uh, uh, Peacock were just Peacock? scared the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> the shot yeah. and of, then Mrs. Uh, Scarlet and uh, or Miss Scarlet and Colonel Mustard were like 
basically like the Goonies, like they were discovering secret passages and stuff. They were my favorite pair because they were like super scared and then got super into it after they found a secret passage. And then Wadsworth, the butler, and uh, Mrs. White were very suspicious of one another. (laughs) As they should have been. (laughs) And I really enjoyed just the shot of Mr. Green and Yvette just on the stairs. Yes. Just for like a good 10 seconds. They're yeah. like, you go first. You go no, first. You. you go first. And then the camera just lingers on them, just staring <laughs> up at the stairs. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to use the screen time. It's, they just stood there. It was I really laughed funny. so many times watching this movie. I, like, was, mm-hmm. so many of the jokes are so stupid and it no, it knows how stupid it is. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what I think what makes it so great. And, and some of the jokes have aged, but yes. that's just how it is. Yes. But overall, like, the jokes are pretty funny. They like, are. Like, simple yeah. humor. Yeah. That just... The... Uh, I, I don't know. There was something about Mr. Green slapping Mrs. Peacock <laughs> that really got me. He slapped Mrs. Peacock to, to stop her from screaming hysterically. Screaming. And then he says, I had to do something to stop her from screaming. And then later on in the movie, when Tim Curry is, like, giving the breakdown of literally everything that happened in the movie, he mimics that line from Mr. Green, and it's so funny. He also slaps her again. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I, I really like that ending sequence. Yeah. Because Tim Curry really brings that frantic energy. And everyone just leans into it. Right. Everyone just goes along with him. Like, and and with everything. Like, like the scenario is so wild. And every time anyone makes a suggestion, maybe someone will be like, that's stupid. We should stick together and wait for the police. And then someone, like, presses on it. And they're like, okay, yeah, let's split up, I guess. And they just like, go yeah. along with it. <laughs> yeah, the billiards room. <laughs> and then, especially at the end when... Uh, when Wadsworth is giving the whole breakdown, it's like, you killed this person, you killed this person, and then he gets to Miss Scarlet, you killed this person because of this reason, and she's like, that's right, you're so good! (laughs) She's just, like, taken in by him. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's just a good time, like, I might watch this movie again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I probably would. Uh, And count the gunshots. Hmm? Count the gunshots. It was one plus two plus one plus one plus one plus well one, one plus, plus one to one one plus two plus one one plus two plus two plus one no there was only one for the chandelier so it was one plus one plus two plus one well even if you're right there was only one plus one <laughs> <laughs> i uh stupid i love the that when we get to who was the killer was for miss scarlet and miss peacock they're both just like i'm evil now yeah yeah <laughs> Which was a, a fun little tonal shift. And I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, they can act. <laughs> like, not that they weren't before, but they were, it got serious. Yes. Like, yeah. there was malicious intent overtly present in the room at that point. And that, and you can feel that. Yeah. And I, I Same thing that. with when the butler reveals himself to be Mr. Body. Like, that, oh, that yeah. to me was the most sinister timeline. Yes. Because, like, the whole time, like, people are dying, but, like, after a while, like, uh, people are just, like, dead emotionally. They see Yvette's body, and they're just like, 
Yep, there's that, another I, one. That, I think it's the fourth corpse that they discover, and when they when they see her, they all just like look in at, at the room and they see your body, and they just walk away. And they're like, okay, <laughs> there's no ceremonious moving the body, like they, and they're just moving bodies left and right in the beginning. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah, they're they're no respect for the bodies, which was no. part of the the dark humor, which I personally appreciated. Yeah. Uh the. The scenes with the cop going through and, like, checking the rooms and they were using the bodies as, like, fake-outs. That was fun. Yeah. That was gross. It was fun. It was disgusting. (laughs) We had a fun time. I thought it was inventive. Yes. For on-the-spot murder Mm cover-up. This man is drunk. Dead drunk. Dead right. Uh, it was good. Like, these people are not good people, right? No, yeah, like, that's But they're all very charming. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know that I would call them bad people. Well, Mrs. White. (laughs) Serial murderer. (laughs) Yeah. But they're all people who have a dark past. Deep, dark secrets that they need to. Deep, dark secrets. Like, I'm not gonna get mad. Well, Colonel Mustard was doing war profiteering. Yeah. But... You know, the, like, they've all made mistakes, yes, right? yeah. And I'm not gonna hoot and holler at them, because they all made mistakes, and they're trying to make... Maybe they're trying to make up for it, maybe they're not. We don't know. But they're here, they're getting blackmailed. They're being slightly selfish about the situation. But also, they're all just kind of hanging out. Yeah. Having yeah. a chill time trying to solve murder. <laughs> and the thing is that... So, these are all complicated characters, and they all have their faults, and you don't always want to, like, cheer and root for them, Mm -hmm. but they're acted and portrayed in ways that are just charming and light and funny, that sometimes I forgot that they all did bad things, and they were just trying to solve a murder, not for selfish purposes. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting that the, the only person that... Well, I would say that Miss Scarlet didn't really do anything wrong before, like, she was being blackmailed for. But the only person who didn't do anything criminal was Mr. Green. And he's the only person who never, like, turned out to be a killer. He was gay. Mm -hmm. That was his secret. That was his secret. And I'm like, oof. And he had to, like, the reason he... He had, and and he even said, like, I don't... I'm not ashamed of this or anything, but I have to keep it a secret because I have to... Like, like they won't let me keep my job, right? If I and if I'm I, like, ooh, that, <laughs> that that's rough. That, that hits hard. So I'm sorry, bud. And at the end, in one of the alternate timelines, he ends by saying, "I'm gonna go home and sleep with my wife." It's, it's the last line <laughs> in the movie, and it's in front of his. It's it's in front of his boss, like right. And I'm like <laughs> with the FBI. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was really funny. What was your favorite weapon? <laughs> Favorite weapon. Um, the gun was funny. The gun was just funny. The gun was really funny, and it got used a lot for yes. not killing people. Yes. <laughs> like, when Yvette used, grabbed it to shoot the door so they could let Colonel Mustard and Miss uh, Scarlet out, yeah. she tripped on somebody and shot the chandelier rope. <laughs> and then it slowly started to unravel, and it almost crushed Colonel Mustard. <laughs> God, the poor man. I can't handle any more scares. <laughs> <laughs> and then she shot the door. 
like twice in like gun shooting position and i'm yes. like this is suspicious yvette <laughs> <laughs> you know how to use that thing huh you know how to use a gun huh um uh. yeah i i don't know i don't really know how to talk about it so i, I don't know do you you were okay nope. let's talk about the things you were right about it was a it was a lonesome <laughs> estate there was a storm the police were gonna take a really long time to get there um one of the not the not the maid, but one of the people working at the house was stabbed in the back when nobody was looking. If Yvette the maid was killed when the lights went off, but with a noose. <laughs> um, I was wrong. I read the <laughs> clues wrong, Joe. Um, I mean, you basically just listed off some whodunit tropes, and that's uh-huh. the entire DNA of this movie. So. Mm-hmm. Is it weird that I feel like this is like a prequel sequel to Knives Out in my brain? No, it definitely is. Like it, a hundred percent is. Like you, you, it was very clearly part of the inspirational fabric behind Knives Out. Yeah, Yeah. like you can feel the tropes here. Yeah, they were there, and that's fine. And then Knives Out happened, and all those tropes are turned around. Yeah, and that's fun. And I, I think it's really telling, and. Again, I think the the movie does this on purpose that uh, there are three alternate endings and any of them are just as plausible as the other. And you could mm-hmm. as, uh, just as easily spin up any other scenario because of how loose and like, like in one of the one of the timelines, he says something to the, the effect of like, we didn't hear the cook screaming because Mrs. Peacock was screaming oh, at the screaming. same time. Yeah, and it's like, OK, <laughs> like. Any of it, like the whole time, it could have been Mr. Green the whole time, and we could have spun up a, a way for that to happen. Yep. Um. So yeah, it's it's just a silly story with a lot of silly acting and a lot of funny lines and a, a lot of funny slapstick and physical humor. Hmm. Um. And watching these people squirm, but at the same time just kind of roll with the punches like is is really entertaining for me yeah I, I i had a really wonderful time i had a lot a lot of fun with this movie ray without the lens of nostalgia would you say that this uh, movie is worth watching i think so okay <laughs> i think like it's just good for a laugh and i desperately needed that after the week i yeah. had yeah it was uh, a it was a very <laughs> little little peek behind the curtain here folks when we were starting to do this episode this morning i did not want to i was in a bad mood um <laughs> and uh watching this movie has completely lifted my spirits i'm, I'm ready for the rest of the day now <laughs> yeah me too i'm ready to to start whole hog into all the projects i need to do today <laughs> um thank you uh thank you listener so much for joining us <laughs> And thank you, Ray, for watching this movie with me. It was a it was a riot. Well, thank you for watching it with me, Joe. Um, I'd also like to thank Chongo for the use of the song "Hat of Serenity" off of the album Hat Shop, where you can find it on his Bandcamp. Uh, I'd also like to thank Haley Rose for the introduction of the show, and also Ross Jerson for the creation of our cover art, and Lunar Light Studio for hosting mock footage and allowing me to watch Clue the movie, the video game. <laughs> the video game. Oh, and I 
totally forgot to mention this earlier, but the reason that we watched this movie specifically is that it was suggested to us a while ago uh, by uh, somebody on Twitter at Splicer Child. So thank you for the suggestion. It went onto our list for a long, long time, and then it got lost in the shuffle, but we are uh, finally getting to it. And if you, listener, would like to suggest a movie for us to watch, you can do so on Twitter at MockFootage or send an email to MockFootage at gmail.com. Uh, which is the reason that we watch Dune, which is another movie that was made in the 80s and is getting remade this year, I guess. Um, wait, Clues are getting remade, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wait, who's in it? Oh, no. Ryan Reynolds? Or maybe he's directing it? No, no, no. He's in it. Oh, I need to look up. I'm, I need to look I'm up kind of interested in seeing that. <laughs> you kind of want to see it. <laughs> um, and if you would be so kind uh, to take a few minutes and leave us a review on iTunes or some feedback on podcasts, we'd love to read a message from you from any of those avenues any of them will be great and of course as always please continue to spread the word about the show um it's it's been kind of blown up lately <laughs> there's been more and more listens and uh more and more interaction and we really appreciate that so thanks again uh, for being such wonderful fans um with that i think we're ready to wrap up here ray what was your favorite line from the movie literally when you were talking about right before the, all the thank yous and housekeeping i started laughing and the reason why i started laughing because i was thinking about mrs white's monologue about flames again <laughs> flames. <laughs> that's right. right i did it i hate her the, so yeah, much yeah, the, uh, it's, flames. It's, you, you need to have the hand motions <laughs> I, you need by to her just face watch this flames flames <laughs> coming out <laughs> breathing <laughs> and she just gets cut off and the movie keeps going <laughs> it's oh just cut goodness. off Tim Curry just cuts her off Lunar Light Studio pretty witty and gay Oh, hello there. I didn't see you through the haze of pollution. It appears that you, like many people, are gripped in the fear of ongoing environmental collapse, global pandemic, and the increasing militancy of right-wing extremists within mainstream liberal politics. Good! That means you're paying attention. Now, I know it may feel hopeless, but I'm not worried. Do you want to know why? Is it the immortal and beautiful science of Marxism-Leninism which will give rise to a new world order of peace and tranquility? Listen, I'm trying to spread a message of hope here. You don't have to be rude about it. I get that, and you're valid. But I, I think the time for coy, tongue-in-cheek comedy routines about our current political climate and climate climate has come and gone. Wait, <laughs> do you mean... Welcome to Comradical, the propaganda machine designed specifically for your liberation. Yes! We're doing it! We're Comradical, and we're here to teach you what socialism, communism, and other leftist ideologies can do for you. And how you can use them to help yourself and those you love. Let's save the world, people! And as always, seize the means, stay Comradical. <laughs>